0: today is wednesday november 11th we have a special guest with us today we have ashley knightish with us uh, shane is actually on vacation this week and so kevin and i reached out to one of our dumc members um, ashley how are you doing today i'm great how are you guys we're good good it's good to see you i miss seeing it's- you in person
1: i know and you're like a rock star at DUMC. i'm so not the rock star at DUMC.
0: Well, we're gonna get into her rock star stuff in a little bit, but um, first, Kevin, what's today?
1: Today is Veterans Day.
0: That's right, that's right. We were talking about that a little bit earlier, and um, it's not a religious holiday, but it's definitely one that we should all take a minute up to think about and um, recognize and thank all veterans not just fallen but those that are still with us today and thank them for the support and fighting for our country no matter what side you're on i think they're the true heroes of the quiet unsung heroes of the country so thank you to all of our veterans did you know there's no s in veterans day i mean there's no apostrophe so it's just veterans there's no apostrophe before or after the s just i did little. not
1: know that yeah well it Always learn something here, Ashley. You just just I get ready. It.
2: I did just text my dad and my uncle um, right before you turned the cameras on, and I realized that there was no apostrophe. Like as I started typing, it popped up, and I just hit it. But I don't think I really thought about that.
0: Yeah, I had not
2: either. Absolutely.
0: I love yep. that. Yep. Love so it. no apostrophe, and thank you to all those those veterans out there today and all all year. Um, so. I kind of walked outside the other day and realized that fall was here. I was, the, the leaves are beautiful. The colors, the changing, the trees, but now that it's raining, it'll probably be done by the end of the week, but. It's, yeah, but it's hot
1: now, it feels like summer now out there. Yeah, I know, yeah. it does.
2: I, funny you should mention the trees because when I drove out of my driveway yesterday, I, I've been wondering, like you look around and the trees still look greenish. I'm like, well, it's November. When I mean, they've been out since February. When are they changing? And it was yesterday, was really the first day I noticed like a lot of the trees, and it's
0: awesome. I, I know that. I'm the mom that's like with my kids, and look, like, oh, look at that red tree, look, look at how pretty it is. They're like, Mom, stop. But so when
2: we were younger, um, my grandparents lived in Raleigh and every year we would go to the state fair because the state fair always fell between my birthday and my dad's birthday in october and so we would drive to raleigh and of course the trees would be changing and my brother and i still rag on my mom to this day because we would be driving along on 40 the little two lane 49 to get to raleigh and my mom would say look at the trees it looks like somebody just came along and painted them with a paintbrush and after, you know, several years of that, we would just finish her sentence in the car before she, with that little eye roll that's attached to that, we're like, oh gosh, mom. So, yeah.
1: My wife just did that two weeks ago at Grandfather Mountain. and Our kids did the same thing. So <laughs> it's just a tree, mom.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I know.
1: But actually I've lived in Virginia and we used to drive down to Raleigh for the state fair because it was better than the Virginia state fair.
2: Oh, it's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I know so good the food is excellent
2: it is what's your favorite fair food say funnel that fast three times
1: favorite fair food yeah i'm not gonna do it Fa- uh funnel cakes i love funnel cakes
2: i love funnel cakes too the powdered sugar so mm-hmm. good
1: and a health yeah. food too so
0: yeah Each expression is approved yeah do you have your uh Christmas decorations? Well, I can kind of see in your house, I don't see any Christmas decorations behind you. When do you put up your Christmas stuff? Oh, but okay. So I was lamenting that fact this morning.
2: I'm a true, I turned on, I was flipping through the radio yesterday, um, Sirius XM. Why is the Holly station on? Like, I love, I love everything Christmas. I love it, love it, love it. I love the church part of it, and I love the, the just commercial side of it. But I'm hard and fast. you got to get through Thanksgiving first. I'm a total Thanksgiving world. And then we move on and it's like Christmas throws up in my house. But yes. maybe not this year. Maybe not. May, well, I, I'm not walking around very well. And that's why I was sad this morning. I'm like, how, how am I going to get all my Christmas stuff out? Mm-hmm. I can't really, I can't climb a ladder. I can't, maybe my family will feel sorry for me and and do that. We always put the Christmas tree up though the day after Thanksgiving. Yep.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we always do our Christmas decorations and the Christmas music the day after um, Thanksgiving, but That's we don't. Been totally.
1: saying that for years, but we're going to get a hate mail about this, so just get ready.
0: Well, I, <laughs> I know, know people that, I know people that were decorating in October, like mm. before Halloween. No, no, I know. Can't do it. No. And the stores have stuff out in the summer. I remember a few years ago being in Hobby Lobby. It was July 23rd because I took a picture. And they had not just a little bit of Christmas, <laughs> all their Funny. Christmas. Yes. And I was like, did I miss a few months? Because this is, I'm still wearing like a tank top and shorts and it's Christmas. Yeah. I made a joke a couple of years ago
2: in Hobby Lobby and it was maybe early September and I'm like, Got to get the Christmas lights now, because if you don't, they're gone by the time you need them around Thanksgiving. They're all yep. sold out.
0: Yep. You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. I've learned that lesson the hard way. I'm like, I'm not getting any of that stuff until November and it's gone and it's all on clearance and wiped out. <laughs> so anyway, well, um, yeah, so we've talked a little bit about everything so far, <laughs> Christmas, Thanksgiving. Um. And Ashley too. Just in case, I I have to. Kevin and I talked about this briefly. I don't know how you are about um, space, (laughs) but Kevin and I always like to have little space updates on this show for anybody who's interested. But they are space. It's SpaceX that's launching four four astronauts, I think, on Saturday. So do you want to know a secret?
2: Sure. This is something even Kevin Turner doesn't know about me. I'm a space freak. I'm like all things, planets and like solar system. And when I was younger, I wanted to be an astronomer. I just did not want to move like out west where all the good telescopes and that type of stuff are. And I would love to be an astronaut. Like if somebody said, as terrified as I think I would be, if I had an opportunity, I would totally go. So every research paper I ever had to do through school, my first Term paper was on black holes. My second one was on comets. I've built numerous solar systems out of paper mache. Yeah, I'm fascinated
1: by it. (laughs) All right. Well, now ask her the the question about the the show away. Okay.
0: Yeah. Here's okay. First of all, have you seen the show away on Netflix? No.
1: You should watch it.
0: Okay. Watch it. So. It's a group of astronauts that are going to Mars. I've heard of this. Yes. Okay. And it it's a 3-year journey because it takes 8 months to get to Mars and then they got to come back. So it's a 3-year trip. And the captain is a woman and she leaves her daughter and her husband behind. I mean, they're all the astronauts are kind of have families, but she's her family is a little <laughs> closer to relative, relative to us, I guess. And um so I was watching this with our family, and I was like, oh, I said to my children, I would never leave you to go to Mars. Like, I would never go to Mars and leave you here for three years. And and her daughter's a teenager. I'm like, I could never leave you and go to Mars. So I asked Kevin, I'm like, would you leave your kids and go to Mars? What'd you say, Kevin?
1: Yeah, some days. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that was a joke. If you're watching and you're my family, that was a joke. And I didn't mean it.
2: Yeah, he really loves you. You think your family's watching? Wow, you think highly of
1: yourself, Kevin. No, I don't. But other people that know my family might be watching. I would, your family's watching.
0: So, so would you, Ashley, would you, you say you would be an astronaut, would you go to Mars for three years? Your children are older, so it wouldn't be as But Um, if they were, if they were teenagers, would you leave your children and go to Mars, risk your life and go to Mars for three years? Gosh, when they were in eleventh, twelfth grade, and so
2: snarky, yeah, I'd have been on the first flight out. Thanks. And like, see ya. I, I'm kidding, somewhat. Um, <laughs> gosh, it would be so hard to leave my family for three years. I don't know. And you may not come back. And I, that's the thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah. So cool.
1: <laughs> that could be it too. So. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to ask you for money right now. So that would be a good reason to leave. Oh, that would be, yes, that would be nice.
0: Yeah. There are definitely days where I feel like I'd like, I'd much rather be headed to Mars and home with my family, with my children. But some days, I think we live, I think we've been living on Mars since about March. That's (laughs) what it
1: feels like. Not the normal world we're used to. Can't go out without protective gear, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Quarantine. Mm-hmm. Five people for unlimited. Yeah. Um, well, you should watch that show, Ashley. I will it's, add that to my list. It's, it's a way, it's got some, it's just interesting. And then have you seen Hidden Figures? Yes. Okay. Yeah. i Kevin, he needed to watch that. It's very good. Yeah. I, see it. I do. <clears throat> so anyway, all right. So enough about space and all the other stuff. So, Ashley, we have been talking. Actually, we've told you we had a few times where we were like, we need to get Ashley on Page Turner, so you could share a little bit of, of um, what you do um, with your with a lot of your time. And um, why don't we start with just why don't you talk about how you came to DM, DUMC and how long you've been at DUMC, and then we can talk about um, your bags of hope and how you started that whole program. So
2: I am a unicorn. I'm from the Charlotte area. I grew up in Matthews um, until I was six years old. We went to St. John's Baptist Church and then my family, we're recovering Baptist. That's meant as a joke. Um, And then my family moved to Matthews Methodist and that's where I grew up at church. I absolutely loved it. Um, And so we moved up here when Lauren was about six months old. Um, and we still went to Matthew's Methodist cause my parents are still there. Um, but you know, at some point we had to make the break. And so we've been members at Davidson now for about 20 years. Wow. I know God, that makes me sound crazy old. It's a reality, but it's been an amazing. There's so many amazing things about our church and the members of our church and the programs of our church that
0: it just, it keeps us here. And so Bags of Hope, I remember being in the congregation when that, um, as a congregation person, um, when you guys started, when that launched, I remember, and it, it's really taken off from there. Can you talk a little bit about how, what made you, how did you find that, to, that need to fill? What, did something happen that you came across something and you were like, oh my gosh, this is a major need that we need to fill? And how how you were able to actually start this so
2: nothing about bags of hope was my brainchild as a matter of fact it was Michael Whaley's for those of you who've been at the church long enough um, when he came to the church um, originally his prior church in Virginia had a backpack ministry and so he at, Somebody gave him my name and said, she probably would be willing to help you. And so in 2012, we started the backpack ministry at Davidson Methodist, and um, I did not create any wheels. I took information that his um, chairperson was doing at their previous church, and we sort of tweaked things to make it work for us. And I think that first year we served 86 students in five local schools. And I remember very vividly back then a lot of people saying, but we're in Davidson. We This need doesn't exist here. And it's, yes, it absolutely exists here. So back in um, 2017, um, I was approached by uh, one of my partners at Bags of Hope. Um, she at the time was a member of Journey Church. And they had started a backpack ministry about a year and a half after we did based off what we were doing. Um, and we had kept in touch over the years. And so as both of our programs continued to grow, we felt like we would be better served if we joined forces and created a nonprofit. And that has really blown the doors off of things for Backs of Hope. And I truly feel like everything that's happened, it's totally a God thing. It doesn't have anything to do with me. It doesn't, it's, the doors just kept opening very easily. And so um, we've gone from serving those 86 students the first year, the most we ever served directly um, through Davidson when it was the backpack ministry was about 150, 156 kids. Um, And now we're
0: serving about 500 every week. I saw on your website, and this really shocked me, And it's, and it's true. I mean, you think we're in this, this affluent area. Um, 51% of students in CMS qualify for free or reduced lunches. It's crazy. That's, yeah. that's huge. Yes. And I do remember when it was, when it was backpack ministry at the church and people would bring their, um, you guys had those racks in the hallway and you yeah. had them, you know, but to see, Torrance Creek and Davidson, I'm like, that's right around the corner from my house. So it's, you do, you, you, I'm very guilty of living in this bubble that, you know, I, I it's very hard for me to imagine that there are people in my neighborhood or in my area that, that have food insecurity. Absolutely. And, um, big eye Davidson opener.
2: Davidson K-8 is actually one of our bigger schools. We have 50, 52 students there. Um, so it, absolutely, the need is here for sure.
0: How many schools are you serving in, this, in the Lake Norman area? So we are currently
2: serving um, 21 schools right now. And just to put it in perspective, uh, prior to COVID closing schools down back in March, March 13th to be exact, mm-hmm. um, we were serving 416 students in 17 local schools. So, we basically cover every school in our area except for J.B. Washam because Mount Zion is covering them and um, Barnett Elementary, and that's just some logistic things. But other than that, we were covering, um, you know, Davidson K 8, Cornelius, Blythe, um, so many of the schools around here. And once schools shut down that March 13th, we were contacted by five schools pretty much immediately and our numbers went from 416 to almost 600 within just a couple of weeks time. Um, And we were fortunate that we received some grant money that because of COVID, we got more than what we had actually thought we could ever get as a first time recipient um, because Bank of America was so supportive of food insecurity type nonprofits and issues. So, um, you know, we've continued, our numbers are down slightly more around the 500 range right now. But part of that really has to do with the way CMS has changed their feeding program from when school ended at the end of last school year, because they were still having uh, students and families could come to schools every single day and get the breakfast and lunch that they should get if they're on on site. Um, But now CMS has switched to, they send um, a weekly back home to students and a lot of these are going on buses. So families are never coming to schools. So part of our numbers being down, it's a little bit misleading because we know the need is still there. It's just that families have difficulties getting to schools.
0: Get the food, and I think just to clarify for those that aren't familiar with Bags of Hope or Backpack Ministry, it's not to necessarily provide food during the week, it's to provide food over the weekend for those families from when they go home through the weekend because they didn't have they weren't being fed during the weekend. So that's what you guys. You provide Saturday, Sunday, or is it Friday, Saturday,
2: Sunday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so you're exactly right, and sometimes I forget to point that out. Bags of Hope, our entire mission is to um, fill the gap from when students leave on Friday afternoon until they return Monday morning, because studies have shown that students who are food insecure, and just the fancy term for you don't eat on a regular basis, um, but for those students and their families, Uh, A student's brain is not ready to retain the information that they learn in school until Tuesday afternoon if they're not eating regularly over the weekend. So they're missing almost two days of instruction time. So our goal is to just try and fill this gap. So each of our bags contain three dinners, two lunches, two breakfasts, two servings of vegetables, three servings of fruit, five snacks, um, and then... Sometimes we have juice boxes, sometimes we don't. Um, and so we realize that in probably most of our worlds, it's not exactly what we would want to feed our families, um, but it is nutrition that they're receiving. And the reality for the families we're serving, you know, a lot of times the kindergartner is home and mom and dad are at work. And so it has to be something that they can cook in a microwave or they can cook easily without adult supervision around. Plus we have no refrigeration. So everything we have is shelf stable and the schools wouldn't have enough room for refrigeration. So, you know, in the perfect world, we would love to be sending the organic fill in the blank. um, But the reality is we don't have access to, to that.
0: And it's also, you guys do a really good job about not drawing attention to those students who are receiving the meal. Like it's a backpack. <clears throat> it's, 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 you know, it doesn't say bags of hope or anything on it. So it's not yeah. like, like you, we're, we've got, always been very aware
2: that we don't ever want to draw attention or put a target on a, on a student's back. Um, we just want to help. And it's more challenging the older students get. Like I get to hear the stories of the elementary school students. They can pair bags on the bus. Look what I got. Look what I got. The older students, we have a hard time sometimes for them to even go get the bag because they don't want to be, uh, you know, they they don't want to be known that they've got that need. It's embarrassing and we absolutely want each and every last person who gets our bag, one, to know that it is filled with love and it is filled with hope, but we want them to be able to maintain their dignity and their sense of pride and not feel like they're getting a, a handout. Mm-hmm. I know I drive our board crazy because I'm super, super concerned about how the bags look, how the bags are packed, because I feel like what we're putting in the bags is just as important as how the bags are packed. I, you know, I wouldn't send home a bag to a student that I wouldn't give to my own child. It's we want them to feel loved and know that somebody took time. They didn't just dump stuff in a bag to then. Here you go.
0: Do you um, also serve middle school and high schoolers, or is it primarily elementary school? No, oh, absolutely. We serve um, all of
2: the high schools and middle schools around here. So we do have Bradley, we have Bailey, J.M. Alexander, Ranson Middle, and then we have Huff Hopewell and um, North Meck High School. Now, the schools that added on once COVID hit. Um, we are serving Pine Lake Prep. We, get, we got a lot of the charter schools in our area. So Pine Lake Prep, Langtree Charter, Lakeside Charter, Bonnie Cone, Classical Academy um, are all right in our area. And so some of those schools have the upper grades. So there actually are some, you know, middle and upper schools in some of these charter schools. And then we serve community school of Davidson
0: as well. See, and that's interesting because my children go to Pine Lake, and we don't have a lunch program. Like, nine, you know, we have like you have the option to order lunch, but it's not like CMS where you are provided lunch. So that's great that you are now reaching out to those the chart like C CSD. You guys, do you have a cafeteria, Kevin? Let's see it. No, yeah, we don't either. So. Those are schools that have the need, but they might have gotten missed because we don't have that free and reduced lunch program that, that CMS can offer. So um, that's fantastic that you can offer it to everybody, not just CMS as well. Yeah. Wow. So how can people help? So many different
2: ways to help. So a lot of our Davidson members are actually helping on a weekly basis. Um, Members of our congregation actually fill weekly bags. They sort of adopt a student, so to speak, um, at Davidson K-8 and they fill a weekly bag. So if you go, when we can go back to church, um, the the rack uh, for the food is in front of the elevator and the education building down in the lobby. Um, and so we've got that group of people filling bags. I have a few more students that I'm trying to match up, so if anybody's interested, they can do that. Um, They can sign up to come pack in one-hour time slots in our warehouse, which is located in Cornelius around Fungo and Bailey Road Park. That's probably the easiest way to share with everybody where we are, Um, and because of COVID, we've like most people have had to change our processes and how we do things. So we're currently offering um, individual families or groups of no more than four non-family members an opportunity to come in and a one hour time shift and pack a specific number of bags. Um, Everything is provided for you. It's all set up for you. It's self-guided, very easy to do. Um, Sometimes we have driving opportunities um, when we do some of our uh, bigger food, like right now we have a Thanksgiving bag drive going on. So there are times where we need extra people in the warehouse. Um, we have people who come pick up our recycling. We have people who um, deliver bags weekly to schools. We have these extra people who are just, you know, if there's some, somebody forgot a bag at school or left something at the warehouse, you know, we have a list of people we can call um, and they come do these little last minute random things for us. And then, of course, you can always donate. Um, uh, most of what we provide in the bags on a weekly basis is things that we have actually purchased. So at this point, Bags of Hope still is a 100% volunteer run organization. So all the money that's donated is used directly for program needs. When do
0: you? Um... Okay, so I have two questions. When when do you deliver the bags, on Thursday or Friday? Uh,
2: it depends, actually. So, it, yeah, crazy now with schools, right? Because some students are there Mondays, Tuesdays. Some students are there Thursdays, Fridays. So it depends. We Actually, we have schools that deliver Monday through Friday, and it just depends when they send the food home with students.
0: Okay, and then what... Did you guys do this the whole summer too? Like, do you normally, I know like for spring break and Christmas break, you guys would always can, you know, do deliveries, but I didn't know if you guys normally do it over the summer. It seemed like you were this past summer. So we normally run
2: the 37 week of the CMS school calendar. We tend to follow, even though we have charter schools and they don't necessarily follow CMS's calendar, we normally follow that. Um, this year was definitely an exception because whereas school got out June 9th, I believe, we continued and provided food through the end of June. And then with school starting back, then we were ready to go and had food packed and ready for students that first week, August 17th, that they started back. So we actually don't deliver over the longer holidays, like it's winter, Christmas break specifically, with that being two, two and a half weeks, we pack a, um, a larger size, we call it an extended break bag and we send those home. So it has more of the same thing you would get in the weekend bag. It just covers more of that time.
0: Wow. Are you, do you have help? Like besides volunteers, do you have like people, I mean, this is logistics. And I mean, is there a staff that, that works with you? So of course, yes.
2: Um, I, we, Uh, So the person who really helps me run most of the day-to-day stuff, her name also happens to be Ashley. She's probably the cooler, more fun one of the two of us. Um, I refer to us as the Wonder Twins, Um, but she is very instrumental in um, the day-to-day. We kind of split the duties. We work well together, and then we have another one of our board members who procures all the food and arranges for things to come. So we have a lot of people who chip in on a daily basis, but most of the people who make bags of hope run on a day-to-day basis are truly the volunteers from the community who come in and pack the bags and then get them
0: out to the school sports. Wow, you really, I mean, like Kevin said earlier, when you came out, you truly are a rock star. Thank you. You are, I mean, this this is quite a program that has, you know, evolved and really, is still growing on, I hate to say it's still growing, but it's a shame that it's growing. It's still growing,
2: but it's been wonderful to see the ways that it has grown and that we can support larger parts of our community because we've had so much support within our own church and within the local community. Um, if we put something out on social media, it is crazy how fast those needs are met. It's heartwarming and it's humbling and it's just amazing that to this point we have not had to turn any family away because we've got the funds to help them
1: well wow. well wow. Kevin anything you want to ask I'll just you know I, I've jokingly said to Ashley I haven't had to unload her car in a couple of months <laughs> <laughs> it seems like I'm always going out of the building when she's coming in but what you ask for I know I know I'm gonna load my
2: car up anyway
1: one thing that I think is so great about this program is that it really is good for families. And I think that, you know, you had the staff of the church over there and we packed bags and it was so easy uh for us to do. And, and if those of you listening don't know, the staff is very dysfunctional in the sense of like, we can't follow directions all that well. And you just did a great job of helping us go through that. Well, thank you. And it was good. And I just, I just think it's such a great mission that families can participate in, you know, not everybody can go, to Guatemala for a week and take off work but you know it's a it's a great great program so thank you for what you're doing. Oh my gosh
2: thank you guys and we would not be where we are today without the support of Davis Methodist Church. I mean that wholeheartedly both financially through the larger church itself but just the volunteers within our church who really come and help on a weekly basis and are really making a difference making sure these kids right here in our own community are being fed.
0: Have you um, been in touch with Michael Whaley? I mean, has has he been you know since he kind of was the the spark to this? Have, is he aware of how big this program has gotten now?
2: You know what? I have talked to him. We still talk from time to time, and he's so humble. He's like, oh, oh, shucks, you know he he'll never take the credit for it. Um, but it was definitely his brainchild, and. Somebody asked me last week, did you think you would be doing this? I'm like, no. why?" I mean, no. But um here I am. I love it. I yeah. Love it.
0: Just, yeah. The, the famous last words. Yeah. Somebody just gave them my name and number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of laughed about that. I'm like, okay. But you know what? That was just God's timing. That's all that was. Well, it is a beautiful story. And I also feel like this program could be implemented across the country. You know, I'm sure there are other nonprofits that do this, but you guys have just really done a tremendous business model execution and that, you know, other uh, states could easily pick this up because okay. there's a need for it everywhere. The, so. Definitely a need, definitely a need.
2: And we are in the process now of, you know, making sure that we are sustainable and that we can continue to grow and find the sources of revenue that we need to, to actually take it to the next level. Because I feel like with COVID, I kind of joke about that. The train left the station back in March. If we thought we were just going to be some very local, small grassroots that just helped, you know, a handful of schools, that train left the station March 13th. And so... It's just been a whirlwind ever since, but a good one. It's been a nice diversion, I have to say.
1: (laughs) How do people, if they have questions, how do they get a hold of you?
2: Um, So they can either go directly to our website, which is bagsofhopelkn.com. There is a tab on there where they can send us an email, or they can actually email me directly at ashley at bagsofhopelkn.com, and it's A-S-H-L-E-Y. I'm old school. (laughs) So lots of ways, and we would love, I welcome any questions or, you know, anybody who wants to help, we can get
0: you plugged in some way, somehow. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on, for educating us about your amazing work that you're doing. We, we love you. We love all that you do for us and, um, and all that you're doing for the community. Um, just two other small announcements that, that I have or that we have kind of along those same lines, harvest procession bags. Um, I think this is your last week that you can pick them up. They're gonna be out until Wednesday, but we really need people to come grab some bags, fill them with the list, and then bring them to Ada Jenkins. They're gonna start collecting them next Thursday. So I think we still have more bags than I think we were hoping we would have at this point. So if people can come get some bags, that would be great. The other announcement along that similar lines is the angel tree. So, our angel tree, there's three ways you can participate this year. We have an, an angel tree in the sanctuary, like Nor, or in the gathering space. So, if you come to in person worship on Sunday, you can take an angel off the tree, like normal times. Um, but we also, due to COVID, have you can um, do gift cards, and the link is on our website under registration. So, you can, if you didn't want to go to a store, you can just order gift cards online and have those, I think there's directions on how to get them where they need to go. And then if you still, if you don't wanna do a gift card and you can't come to the church, um, you can email Susan Melton and she will help you select an angel, off, kind of off the angel tree, but not off the tree. But So if you wanted to pick a gift for somebody, you could do that. So we've got different ways. There's information on the website and also in our weekend emails that go out. So those are two, um, two areas in the community that you can also help with the Thanksgiving and Christmas for the, for the community. So other than that, it was great seeing you. I hope to see you in soon, like in person soon, not just too. I miss you guys. It's been way too long, but thank you for all you guys do to still keep church running
2: and going. And I love the meet. I teared up on Sunday. I did. I tear up most Sundays. I love the music. I just love, everything about it, so thank you guys, because I know it's not easy to pull off.
0: Yeah, it's it's been, you know, I I feel as, as angry as I am about this whole thing. Kevin's laughing because I've been using that word a lot. I'm really angry lately. Um, I feel like there are good things coming. I try to look at the good that is coming out of this situation about how we are evolving and adapting and still reaching people and still being able to provide a beautiful worship service or still be able to do our Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, angel tree stuff, even though it's virtual and it looks different. We're still, and I think in three years, when we look back on this, there will still be things that we've learned during this time that we'll be doing. And, um So, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been tough, but I feel like we're all, all of the staff at DUMC has really been working hard behind the scenes, even though the perception is the church is closed. Um, We've been working really hard trying to keep things normal. you You guys are doing a great job. Thank you so much.
2: And thanks for having me today and for giving Bags of
0: Hope another plug. We love it. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. And um, Kevin and I will be back next week with, a, with another guest. <laughs> Not sure who yet, who our victim will be. But thank you everybody for, for tuning in this week and um, have a great week, take care.